Hello and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about the book that we have read. My name is Chinti and it's more fun to read books. Well, well, ah, if okay. it isn't little Chinty, yes, I okay. thought I'd find you here in your basement. It's not a basement; it's a flat. You had to walk up some stairs to get here. I don't know. What it's a was. basement flat on the third floor. You always insist it's a basement. It's not a basement; it's a flat, and I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, podcast listeners. There's dust everywhere, Chinathan. Podcast listeners, this is a very special episode. I am doing this uh, under duress. Uh, essentially, my mother has found out about this podcast, and she said to me, why haven't you invited your brothers to the podcast? So, at the behest of my mother, um, I've been joined on this ep- this very special episode by my two brothers. Um, you can introduce yourselves. Hello! I'm, uh, hot chocolate forehead. I mean, I've got it the wrong way around. Um, forehead hot chocolate. Forehead ha- has been involved in an accident recently, and I think it's sort of scrambled his, his mind a little bit, but, um, glad to have you here, forehead. Um... How have you been? I haven't seen you since the big old family reunion. I was just doing a silly voice there. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I thought I'd start because you've not seen me in a while. I thought I'd pretend I've got a different voice. I did, notice how I didn't even comment on it. No, it's I didn't comment so, on the fact that you're putting on a voice or anything. So because... little you know me. Well, that's um, the thing. Like this is why I think Mum wants us to hang out more because I just don't know what's going on with you. I just knew that yeah. you were in a car accident. I just kind of assumed that's what you're like now, confusing your name and speaking like that. Well, you know, it's been good. I've been working for a distributor of Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies? Yeah. There's not much call for Beanie Babies. There's a niche it? market. Well, I think... The, didn't the Beanie Baby craze die in the... Uh, it's coming back. I don't know about that. I haven't not seen like um, a- anybody going crazy or gaga for a Beanie Babies at the moment. No, nobody has, have they? Right. They haven't gone crazy or gaga for a Beanie Cake since the day when we were young. Beanie Baby. Beanie Baby. Have you uh, introduced yourself yet, brother? It is but I. Cheek coffee. (laughs) Cheek coffee. Yeah. Um, As some eagle-eared listeners might know, um, why have my brothers got different surnames than than me? It's a very good question. Because you were a traitor to the family. Well, we can't all be traitors because your surname is... Coffee, forehead surname's hot chocolate, and my surname's Yes, tea. exactly. You changed it to tea. Father and mother kept each other's surnames and had half of the kids named named hot chocolate and half of the kids named coffee. That's just but not true. But old Chinathan here! That's just Old Chinathan! 
I did go his own way, didn't you? Well, good enough, Barry Russ, were you? Now, look, let's not all argue. It's been ridiculous. I haven't seen each other. Let's all get our preferred hot drink. Uh, I'll have some tea. That's my preferred hot drink. <laughs> I'm having some hot chocolate. <laughs> and I am having some bovril. <sighs> That's the fourth brother. Having a hot cup of bovril on this warm summer's day <laughs> in a room with no air conditioning. Um, yeah, why don't you have any air conditioning? I I live in a flat. I don't need air conditioning. It's a basement. It's very cool. It's not down a here. It's not a basement. Look, look, fellas. Like I said, you're only on the show because mother insisted. Um, love you, mum. Um, let's. Why don't you call I mean, her you anymore? I spoke to her the other day. This is why. This is why you. The here. other day. You called Thursday the other day. Yes, yes. And I, I spoke with her mother and she said she'd not heard from you in 12 years. No, that's absolutely not true. I meant Thursday 12 years ago, but of course. <laughs> it's clearly not true. These are all fabrications. I'm meeting you all like halfway here. You're on the show and we're going to have um, discuss a book that was very beloved by us in our childhood. Uh, it is The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carl. Um, now, we all share memories of having this book um, read to us by um, our dad, uh, Long May He Reign. And, um, you know, I've got it's a special place in my heart. Um, we only had one copy, though. Uh, we were made to share our only copy between the three of us. Everyone! Whoa. It's only your favourite brother! Who is this? Well, well, well. Who? Oh, it's, it's him. Wait, wait, if wait. If it wait. isn't Nose Bovril. Bovril's the name, Bovril's the game. Not nose. I don't sell Bovril, I just, uh, I just I just find it fun. Wait, Bovril's the name, not Nose. <laughs> My name is Nose Bovril, Chin, as well you know. You've been making fun of me for a good ten years about that. I honestly... I came here hoping to bury the Bovril. Okay, I, I'm a bit freaked out because like, I don't recognise you. I don't remember seeing you. You don't recognise your own brother. Not even little... Nosey nose nose. <laughs> just That's what we used to call him. Just making, adding the word little and then repeating the name like in an f- affectionate way. There's not gonna jog the memory. Like I, I don't, don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What? What? Okay, I'll give you a test. Look. I'll give you a test. Okay. What is the song we 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 brothers used to always sing before we went to bed? I. I love the cinema. Oh, nose, where have you been all these years? Having sexy adventures. Oh, how exciting. Classic nose. Always up on the prowl. And I've come here to agree on our the rules of our tontine over the copy of The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Ah. Uh, well, yes, I was getting to this. Um, I don't know who is in possession of our copy of the book at the moment. Um, it disappeared mysteriously after the last fight that we all had. But I wouldn't possibly know where it could possibly be possibly possible. Well, you say easy for you to say, Cheek. But, uh, but I, there's something about your manner. I, I've never been able to fully trust you. But me? You, you, you've got a vibe. You've got a vibe. Mother always said you were the evil one. Well, bit harsh. Yeah, I didn't way. think that was <laughs> harsh. That was wrong of her. It was a bit harsh. Might have, have been a, what, uh, what is a uh, nature? A nature is created from a 
It's true. Mm. Mother, you... <laughs> Strange Satrian point. You just made. Oh no. Mother, you, you find it uh... so droll sometimes. <laughs> That's what she used to say, though. I, I trust yeah, my yeah, used to say, oh, coffee's the evil one. Bovril, he finds things so droll. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and say, hot chocolate, hot chocolate, he's cheese. spicy. Yeah, he gets things wrong. Yeah, and T, you're the presenter of the family. <laughs> the most authority, and yet the least respect. But I was a favourite. I was a favourite, clearly. Throughout, like, uh, I, I always felt that you guys resented me, like that brother with the Technicolor Dreamcoat in that mm. musical. Barnaby. No, <laughs> the Lion King. Mm. The Lion. Yeah. No, it's it's Barnaby the Lion King uh, was the musical. But I felt that you resented me. And um, I, 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 there were times in our childhood where I felt that, like, you would, you would gang up on me. And um, constantly derail whatever I was trying to talk about to make it about you. Uh, yes, know. well, of course, maybe that was one of our funnest games that we used to play around the, t- the merry-go-tree. I remember one day when you were there reading books or something, like a little nerd boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find that droll, my dear brother? <laughs> <laughs> and you... Yes. Or chocolate without collecting beanie babies for importing. <laughs> I started as my business. I'm surprised Clint didn't know about my business because I started it very young. I just thought you were odd. I didn't know it was actually a business concern. You just, yeah, it like, was. From they, very young. Yeah. He was very young. And then we set Chin on fire. Remember that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, we had a good laugh that day. Oh, it was a very funny day. <laughs> Why did he set me on fire again? Because you're reading books. <laughs> and that's not cool, man. It's not cool. Like books so much, how about you get treated like a book, burnt in a big <laughs> Nazi pile? <laughs> I can't believe we're related. I, honestly, I, I, I have trouble actually thinking about it sometimes. But here you are. You know, you can, as you say, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Mm. Not a slam on anybody here. Love you all. Brothers, brothers, brothers. Uh, and I guess I'm glad to see you all, and you're all doing quite well, but, uh... We're all doing very well. Yes. <laughs> What's your job these days, uh, Bovril? I've, um... I've just come back from working on a smuggler's ship. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have told you that. Uh, Whoa, okay. A normal ship. <laughs> a ship, I see. Um, oh, yeah, it's just a normal ship thing. What's your job on the normal ship? <laughs> just normal ship things, like, um... Uh, running the tumbola... <laughs> And um, it's a piano cruise. Ah, and having nothing but family fun in a condom stuck up my arse. <laughs> I'm surprised that we don't know more about each other. Like this is probably what Mum was trying to do by getting us all together in this podcast today, just to catch up and see what's what, as well as talk about. Very books. unprofessional of her to use the podcast as <laughs> yeah, as a kind of uh, therapy technique. Yes, our Mum is a professional Mum. <laughs> Parenting is the unprofessional. Uh, okay. Um, well, let's see if we can like mend the rifts. I'm, I've forgiven you. For I've forgiven you all for like setting me on fire. Oh, right, of course. Yeah. What? Jesus. Okay. All right. Like, clearly, like, there's a lot of like. Um, well, I haven't forgiven you for what? For being set on fire. <laughs> God. All right. You shouldn't have let it happen. 
You were asking for it. What kind of dweeby dweebs the dweeb was dweebing a dweeb? <laughs> well, okay, all right. Reading all right. a book. Yeah, look at the way he was dressed. Sucking on pickled cockles like there was no Thursday coming around the bend. Dressed in cottons. I only, I only sucked on a pickled cockle once. Okay, you suck one pickled cockle and suddenly you're pickled cocker sucker boy. Like, I, and that's not an easy thing for me to say. But, uh, look. Let's... And you know in my travels they had a saying uh, around the Cape of uh, Good Hope. Mm-hmm. And even there in that far off savage land, they say, they had a little rhyme they used to sing that brought great joy to my heart. And it went... Oh what, oh what, oh what, a little titch in tears. For when he gets on the mulberry tree, we burn him with matches in. Oh! I mean, yeah, the lyrics kind of took a dive after the first. That's the original language, language you racist. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's old English. He used to involve the old dirty bastard. Right like that in the middle of it. Can we look? You, I'm gonna get a lot. I, I've taken a lot of like uh, nonsense in the past because of my love of books, and I'm uh, here. I am today. I stand before you on this podcast about books, and you know, you you, you come and met me. Let's talk about <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I stand before I've you. I've taken a lot of shit in the past about books, and here I stand before you on this podcast about books. Exactly. Exactly. It's like FDR quote. I have exactly. We you're here. You're here with me right now. And we're here to talk about books. So who's the winner here? Me, clearly. Mm. Me. I'm CEO of LinkedIn. What? You've seen me on LinkedIn? No, I am the chief executive <laughs> officer of LinkedIn. Isn't uh, LinkedIn oh, good my for you. Microsoft these days? Yes. So that's what you've been up to, just keeping that on DL. I don't know why I didn't know that. It's pretty high profile. It's quite job. impressive. It is fairly impressive. Yes, it is. Are you on LinkedIn? No. How <laughs> troll. I, um... Well, you know, like, money's not everything. But there's or one status, thing that power. money couldn't buy me, Jonathan. There's one thing! Mother's love. And, no, the oh, hungry, okay. hungry <laughs> caterpillar book. <laughs> well, yeah, forget mother's love. That's not important right now. It's clearly about the book. So. We had when we were children. I assumed you stole it. That's what we all assumed, I thought. I assumed you all three stole it. Between the three of us stole it. Between the three of thee stole these pages three times twelve. What do you think? We all we all separated it into various sections. I think you I don't think the very hungry caterpillar has thirty-six pages. If you if you cut them up, it does. <laughs> One yeah, of us has. That's the kind of out-the-box thinking that's made you CEO of LinkedIn. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. It's true. I can actually tell you how many uh, pages there are in this book. Uh, Twenty-two. How does it go? There'd be one left over. No, you only cut half. You only cut ten of the pages. One well, no remaining. Oh, let's see. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Divided right. by three. Let's, let's not listen make... up, ch- chili, 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 <laughs> chili, Willie, as we used to call you. <laughs> I remember. Uh, Hot chocolate when you were a little boy. We used to call you Chilly Willy because your Willy got chilly in the ice. When we were in the... And we did put him on ice a lot. <laughs> we used to make you sit on an ice cube. You were a hothead. 
I, I guess I've forgotten or blotted out how weird a lot of my childhood was. Like, Why do you think I left for a life of adventure? Yes, yeah, nothing true. but violence back at home. It's really bad. I got set on fire. They made him sit on ice, and he. You guys got the worst extreme temperature. Well, well to and be he, apparently he amassed and acquired beanie babies on the side. Um, well, uh, to be fair, we had gone to the ice hotel in Helsinki. Do you? Do you ever? Do you, do you ever? Sorry, it was just really you made me sit on a chair. Do you ever wonder if mum and dad did a good job raising us? Or well, we're it? all very successful. Yeah, and we're all... Fe- I mean, he's the CEO of LinkedIn. I mean, I, I mean, not that's the best thing ever. I mean, we're all successes in our fields, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know. I, I, I'm a big success in the car boot sale field in which I sell the Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, yeah, okay. I, I, well, I, you, said you're, you said you're a Beanie b- Baby importer. Wait, you import it out of your car boot? I import them and then I sell them at the car boot but it's not I know what you're thinking it's a car boot sale you can't be making much money it's the premier car boot sale uh, okay. it's very much uh, the Harrods of car boot sales as in there's like um, it's only attended by posh people yeah it's only attended by oligarchs I yes. pretend not to not to know you whenever I go <laughs> so you attend the premier of car boot sale in a limousine and you pretend not to know your own brother <laughs> No. Limits. All the other CEOs would laugh at me. If they knew that you were related to a car boot salesman. Yes. I mean, he's not just a car boot salesman. He's one of the premier car boot salesmen in his field. The premier league of car boot salesmen. The premier in of car boot salesmen. Exactly. Exactly. He is below me, and as are all of you. The only reason I'm here is to get the book back. Okay, all right. Well, we don't know where the book is. Um, coffee. Well, if not by the end of this hour-long charolet, okay. shall we not have found the booketh? <laughs> you sounded like you were going to say something else. <laughs> then. <Yeah. laughs> okay. I was going to, but then you interrupt me. I was going to say then. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe. Maybe we can, between the four of us, work out whatever happened to our beloved children's book um, by remembering it. I, like, Hungry Caterpillar, what a great story. I mean, your classic story of a, of a caterpillar eating food. Mm, who, doesn't, who doesn't not love that? What was your favourite thing that the Hungry Caterpillar ate? Ooh, I probably, I always used to turn it to uh, the page where he eats the uh, sausage. Um, and bores right through the sausage, you know, the, the holes ah, in the page. Ah, a great page. Yeah, that, that, that book was like... Essentially, a big old food porn extravaganza. It's really the start of the food porn industry, isn't it? That's yeah. what you do now. You do yeah. food pornography. Yeah. I pretty. Well, if anybody does follow my Instagram, I always take pictures of food with holes in it, uh, um, which I've drilled in there. That's how I eat all my food. I stick straws in it. Polos. Yeah, I just insert my head right through the whole thing. I, I like my hero, the uh, the hu- very hungry caterpillar. Um, some people have criticised a hung- very hungry caterpillar for not being scientifically accurate, though. Name uh, him. Um, well, me, first of all. Uh, Richard Dawkins. Uh, You're Richard Dawkins? No, you no, no, no. I, I am Chin. I am Chin. Um, but, like, Richard Dawkins... Richard Dawkins is the fifth brother. He is not. <laughs> Come on. Come on now. I've been... A, I know I haven't been in touch with the family for a while, but... No, that was last a, time I checked, Richard Dawkins was not part of the Richard Dawkins You're a bit of a kidder, aren't you? Oh, yeah, that was a bit of a joke. I got the voice edit at the start of the podcast. <laughs> oh, how <I was> wrong. <laughs> That's my second Do you want to do the voice again for uh, the benefit of... Uh, oh, hello! It's a good voice, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's all right. Quite. Yeah. It's friendly. Mm. Unamused. 
chocolate and a mule. Am I? <laughs> what do you think that very hungry caterpillar's appeal is? Why do you think? Why did we love it as kids? I loved it because it's an amazing joy to be had in scarcity. Mm. As the very hungry caterpillar thought, which is why he ate so much. He's got an addict's mindset. But and I just wanted the other three quarters of the very hungry caterpillar to be mine. Mm. Wow, well, okay. Because, like, if you were going to own part of it what is your favourite part because I love the sausage bit which part did you like I like the uh, the white behind the words because otherwise the whole the words would just be out there in the world okay like causing like uh, they'd be very much like uh, the beginning of the Goosebumps series oh. where the R of R.L. Stein used to just go around and make dogs eyes glow and cause general mischief <laughs> the white uh, background keeps it contained and controlled a dog's oh, glowing eyes <laughs> My favourite bit is how on the Saturday, the fourth day, uh, fifth day, I don't know. Uh, the sixth. The sixth day. The sixth, sixth, sixth day. Sorry. Uh, on the previous <laughs> five days, he eats increasing amounts of fruit. Uh, there's still more fruits he's not eaten. He could have eaten dingleberries. He could have eaten melons. He could have eaten uh, bananas. He just abandons the fruit motif. Yeah, I mean, he's... Totally. Uh, he's Why he, does he do that? Because there's more to life than just fruit, my friend. Um, I think five oranges is absurd. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, Although you did once eat five oranges, Chin. I did, I did. And I ate, like I said, I ate them just like the very hungry cat. I remember that day. Forcing like my head yesterday. through the fruits and leaving a hole as I crawled through. Notice that he never finishes the whole thing, though. He just eats no. a little hole and then leaves the rest of it. Oh, he's very wasteful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think actually when when I when you read the book that you'd received the broken book? Uh, my my initial feeling was when I picked up this book, somebody's drilled a hole through this book. Uh, I want my money back, and then they had to explain the conceit of the book to me. Uh, that was and that was a very weird conversation for that manager to have with three you want, I I'd forgotten. Want your money back? I'd forgotten that mother used to always make us pay for all our books. Yeah, <laughs> with, with labor that we got at child labor prices, so fifty p yeah. for doing you know mowing the grass. You know that's. Yeah, just, That's a good two hours work. People, you only got 50p for your chores. Well, Dad, I got $400,000 a day. Well, Dad, Dad was, you always were the shrewd one. That cracks me up. Dad, Dad was always known like in the neighbourhood for the uh, his famous um, tea toddler gardening um, service that he touted to all the neighbours. So have you, uh, have you ever considered having a uh, toddler trim your hedges, right? Like mm. they, they can get into the little areas with the tiny hands. And, like. and he always promised that none of us would be drunk. Yes, exactly. That's why it was the tea, tea totalers. Good memory. Yeah, good, good, good memories there. Good memories. Um, I ha- but I- some promises even a father <laughs> can't fulfill. No, no, no. When it's Sunday lunch and the kids are getting a bit, you know... Explacious. Asking a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But why don't we have the same surname? Yeah, <laughs> a little dummy full of whiskey to a ten-year-old. Quiet those things down. Just quite, exactly, you don't want to be asking those sorts of d- tough questions about naming con- conventions of the tea family or the Bovril family or the hot chocolate or coffee family, whichever you choose to believe. Um, I personally think that the uh, the tea is the uh, true lineage of the name, um, but I'm sure you all have different. Um, you know nothing, Jim Tea. Well, I know a few things. I know a few things. Um, one thing I don't know, though, is uh, what happened to this book? 
I, don't, I feel we're not getting close to where this book. What are your last memories, um, cheek, of uh, of the book? I remember. It's quite confusing. We both got all got two names. Like, yes, that's just the way it is. <laughs> yes, we. That just life is confusing. We've sometimes. always we've always referred to each other by like whatever pops into our mind <laughs> at any time, cheek any given time. It's not at all difficult to keep track of. That's not at all. That's or all. is it? <laughs> Even sometimes I found myself it? forgetting it? my own name as well. Um, but, uh, I remember last seeing the book when I was 15 years old on a cocaine yacht with, with Bill Jobs and Steve Gates. Wait, just to clarify, this cocaine yacht, is it a yacht made out of cocaine? Yes, it's fiberglass made with cocaine built into it. Is that like in Narcos? Like in Narcos. Is that more stable? No, it's, it's stable? so that we could transport the cocaine. It's full of cocaine, of course it's not stable. <laughs> we would take cocaine into the Tanzanians. And the Tanzanians... The landlocked nation of Tanzania. <laughs> was there a river? That there was a river that ran, ran along. Which river? The Galonges. <laughs> we went wrong. down the Galonges with, with, with Stephen Gates. From Bill Jobs. What, Stephen Gately from <laughs> Murdered. <laughs> wasn't Murdered. He was a murderer. I can't remember which one he was. He died is this, tragically. Is this, yeah, is this, murder. Murder. This, is a, um, this is a conspiracy theory that I have not been privy to. Um, the uh, the mysterious. Tell, tell me more, Hot Chocolate. No one said anything about a murderer. No, exactly. Do you know something that we don't know? Um, well, that's they say he had a, quite a... You know, large supply of Beanie Babies in his house before he was murdered. <laughs> and nobody knows what's inside those Beanie Babies either. Um, well, beans. I swear. Uh, yeah, I, I assumed it was beans, but um... or babies, <laughs> babies. Well, there's a lot of I don't know a lot of things you can keep inside a Beanie Baby, and the go oh, on, uh, <laughs> um, uh, diamonds perhaps. But that's not that might have value as a. The diamonds might have value. Yes. But they won't have value value as beanie babies anymore because they're now like quite high to the touch. <laughs> and diamonds, that's the hardest substance known to man. They'll True. poke through. Not very cuddly. Well, you have yeah. to put chain mail inside the beanie thing. It's a very difficult process. <laughs> chain uh, mail? Oh, drop. The beanie, the beanie baby is... Uh, the, for the true collector, the beanie baby is not to be played with. It's to be looked at. I guess. To be ogled over. So why put diamonds in well, to smuggle their diamonds. I never did that. I'm not saying I ever did that. I just put, I don't know, flour, little dogs. You've made your own beanie babies, is that what you're saying? Yeah, you know. I thought you just imported them. I import them. But you make <laughs> from them. From your imagination. <laughs> I import them from Colombia. But you said so you make them. Hmm. So you were in Colombia too? No, I was never in there. I well, just... that makes sense, because when I was on the cocaine yacht... I seem to remember going down below deck and seeing a somewhat chocolatey individual running around. And when I went back to my cabin, the book was gone. Wait a second. But you were on this boat with Bill Jobs and Stephen Gately. Do you reckon one of them might have stolen the book? They couldn't possibly have. Why? Because I was with them until their last dying breath. <laughs> Did you kill them? <laughs> no, they both choked on a peanut. <laughs> the same peanut? <laughs> yes. 
He was choking on the... I, I was there because I was filming it. He was choking on the peanut. You were there? <laughs> and then Cheek performed... And he died. And Cheek performed the Heimlich manoeuvre too late. So the peanut shot out of Stephen Gately's mouth. <laughs> and into Bill Jobs' mouth. He then choked on the same peanut. Where's that peanut now? Um, it's in the mouth of a Still nun. at large. <laughs> Still at large, yeah. Guys... I once travelled to the mysterious east where they have all kinds of kooky religions. Oh. And there they said that perhaps we've not come back to find the very hungry caterpillar. Childhood rubbish. It's mm. come together to find this peanut that's murdering people around the globe. <laughs> jumping from mouth to mouth like I can't help AIDS. <laughs> I can't help but feel that you that Cheek might have been an accomplice in this peanuts murder. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, who, did anybody ask you to aim Stephen Gately's <laughs> mouth into Bill Jobs's face as you were doing the Heimlich? Did Did anybody ask? Is that what one's question is? One? I no. I I don't know. I mean, what? Look, you were there, forehead, right? Mm. You filmed the whole thing. On my camera phone. What did it look like to you? Which what you year was this? When we were 15. Oh, <laughs> I was 15. I was 15 in a cocaine boat. <laughs> I, I the know. very quite quite low quality camera phones when they first came out. Yes. 2004 camera. It was a Razor. Do you remember the Razor? Remember the Razor. <laughs> it was one of those. Right. Okay. So from your perspective, what did you see happen? I saw at Steve... Jobs. Gately. Stephen Gately. Yeah, not Steve Jobs. I didn't see Steve Jobs. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. Stephen Gately uh, was choking on a peanut that he'd eaten. Right. Um, and Bill Jobs yes. was tied to a chair. Whoa, okay. And at one point, a peanut flew in his mouth and he choked to death. So that's what you saw. Why was Bill Jobs tied to a chair? I only ar- I arrived and he was already You tied. arrived at the cocaine yacht. <laughs> Well, you just rocked up at the cocaine yacht. Which we'd driven over from Colombia. Yes. I've been following it. I've been doing, uh, you know, uh, when people follow boats with parachutes. I had a big uh, cable. I've been there. (laughs) Wait a second. What were you doing? What were you doing? I was parasailing. Okay, you're parasending. (laughs) Connected to the cocaine That was you up there? Yes. The entire time. I thought I recognised the somewhat... Chocolatey individual <laughs> up in the air, but I thought nothing of it. So when you said you arrived, you just basically just landed on the deck. <laughs> yeah, I landed you on the boat. Arrived. You'd, already, you'd been there already. Okay. No, I was, I was so several miles away. <laughs> How long was this cable? <laughs> several miles. Oh my god, okay. So you must admit now that you had the book. Well, I, I did take the book, because you had stolen it, and I took it back. I was just showing Billy Jobs the the finest literature could buy. You um, took him out on your cocaine yacht into the open waters to show him it your was copy his of cocaine. the very hungry... At 15, he owned the cocaine yacht. All oh, right, okay. I don't know, it seems like, a, yeah, on the open waters of the uh, of international waters, and you just bring out your copy of the very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> was that the pretext to get him out into well, the sea, show him the book? I don't know. I mean, you, it'd be hard to do cocaine if the cocaine's been built into the actual boat. Uh, the, the boat. Cokeheads find a way to do cocaine. That's true. That we did. Yeah. Now I'm the CEO of LinkedIn. That's right. Draw your own. 
Anyway, so I took the book. Yes. And now I parachuted away. I attached to a different boat. <laughs> parachuted uh, off a P&O cruiser. Wow. Okay. And as I lay down to slumber, the next morning the book was gone. <gasps> On the P&O cruiser that you hitched to ride with. It was yeah, going it was in the, the other uh, direction? <laughs> no, that was going uh, back. Yeah, it was going back to Colombia. <laughs> right, another shipment of Beanie Babies. Right, That's right. interesting you say that. Because I was in a P&O cruiser being gibbeted. This is when they make you hang from a cage until you starve to death as a punishment for um, mixing with the uh, the playlists of the disco. Uh, <laughs> I wanted much more indie uh, pulp and sniffs. <laughs> so I wanted to be more like um, Club E4 back in Cardiff, but uh, they wanted a more P&O vibe. Fair, fair, did, you go that, did your set go down well with the, uh, the passengers? The cool ones, yes. Oh. Yeah, but none of them were there. Oh. The problem was that both Morrissey and Johnny Marr were on the cruise. <laughs> they became furious when they heard the music of the Well, Smiths. here's the thing. It's because John- Morrissey and Johnny Marr don't talk anymore. Yeah. So they were both going about their business. Johnny Marr at the bar. Morrissey um, sitting on YouTube watching right-wing videos to red pill him. Mm-hmm. And they hear... They hear... The, they hear um, it's yeah, only a game, yeah. so put up a real good fight, the Marcy song. And they, they both, they're both drawn towards the music of Marcy. And then they saw each other, and a whole, a whole fight erupted. Well, well, they probably more concerned that it was just a guy go, it's only a game, and it's just you, this standing there on stage. Wait, so Tim, you're annoyed that I don't have the ability with my human mouth to create a sort of wall of sound polyphonic experience. I would say that is despicable. You were always was the ever good enough. One, it's all, it's all, Just it's because you can produce polyphonic noise from your mouth. <laughs> but I, 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 well, I tend to use a record player when I'm DJing a set. I find that like when you DJ a set, people prefer it when you play the music on the CDs and not mouth the words and sing it. When like, I, my Razer flip phone got polyphonic ringtones. That's good. So I used to use those. Did you? Okay, all right. Remember <laughs> uh, polyphonic ringtones? They were great, weren't they? Yeah, two phones. I remember eating chunks of cocaine, listening to polyphonic ringtones. What was your favourite polyphonic ringtone? Uh, it was a very early version of When Two Become One. Okay. How early? Uh, like literally, like thirty-five, ten early. The first one of the first ones. Oh, I see. We say very early version, you mean, of the polyphonic ringtone Yes, version. yes. Not, like, <laughs> that's on bootleg studio. Before the song was ready. Yeah. No, no, the song had officially been written. But, of course, it didn't have quite the, 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 the nice ring to it. Oh, that's a good pun. <laughs> yes, it was intended. Okay, okay. Right. So wait, 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 wait. The so, book. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Wait, 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 you had you had it lost. I you was said you gibbeted on the P and O fair. Gibbeted. Oh yeah. They, oh, every time someone gets gibbeted, they give them some reading material. <laughs> I'm just saying. So like you stolen from. And uh, if you if you recall, I said I was on the P and O cruise recently before I got here. <laughs> so <laughs> not you, not when cheap coffee was 15 years old. That's true. That's true. This is a uh, when we're all 15 years old. <laughs> So, As we are all identical <laughs> twins. Um, look, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm finding it hard to track the journey of this book. The last scene You're right, on a P&O cruise. So the, we went from Cheek stealing it, going on the cocaine yacht. I didn't steal it. You stole it. I lo- loaned it. 
You loaned it to yourself. I permanently loaned it to you myself. You stole it. You stole it. So you stole it. Went out to international waters where forehead parascending onto the, bu- the boat, stole it and nipped onto a P&O cruiser where he lost it and um, uh, nose then had the book in his possession on his P&O cruise until he was gibbeted. Never said that. Okay, he didn't actually say it. Well, he, he planted the suggestion. So you might still have it then. Well, it disappeared. Mm, it disappeared on a P&O cruise. On a P&O cruise? I don't know about this. Well, didn't you work for a while as a book cleaner on a P&O cruise? No. I heard that it did. <laughs> well, didn't you work for a while as a porthole wiper on a P&O cruise? And that's a euphemism. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't you work as a, as a carpet rubber on a PO cruise? I'm going to stop right now and say I've never been associated with PO cruises in any way. Ah, but you were a specialised bingo contractor. So, while not technically, you're on a zero hours contract. <laughs> what does that have to do with the. the so, you were there on a zero hours contract doing bingo calling? Hold on, I'm just on my phone. I've just got this. I've been Googling around and found this recording. Ding! As you know, as a captain, I can marry anyone at sea, and I, the captain of P&O Cruises, marry Chin T to Elsa the Book Thief. Oh, it's just run out of uh, battery. But uh, what's going on there, Chin? Oh, wow, okay. Lying bumblebum. That takes me back. That takes me back. Yes, it is true. I was married at sea to Elsa the Book Thief, uh, uh, the uh, scion of the the Book Thief family. Um, That that book... um, the book thief was based upon her. Huh. She's great friends oh. with um, Death, um, if, you, if you're not sure. But um, yes, she... Uh, Has she got any sisters? She does actually have a lot of sisters. Is she fit? She's pretty hot. She, she's no... She's, she, you know, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for, for shitting in it. I heard that's why you got divorced, though. <laughs> <laughs> you always said you wouldn't do that. I said no. I, I divorced her for shitting in a bed. I just didn't kick her out of bed. Uh, she's still in that shitty bed. <laughs> Murdered. Yeah. So. No, no, she's not dead. <laughs> she's still alive. But what, anyway. What, what, what's the names of her sisters? Okay, there's uh, Laura, book thief. There's Diane, book thief. There's Jeanette, book thief. And there's Jobby, the book thief. Ah, I thought they were all going to have different surnames. No. <laughs> no, that's not how siblings work. <laughs> That's not, we, I've said this before, I'll say it again, we're a very strange family, we have our own weird conventions, and it took me a long time to realise this when I went out into the outside world, when I realised siblings actually share the same surname. Um, Apparently, (laughs) mum and dad didn't believe in that. Look, I know you're trying to make me look like I was a person who lost You must have it. I don't, I don't. You were last. He does sound very confident, mate. He, he does, he does. I think it's like part of his deflection. He's always had it in for me, old old cheek. Um... But no, like, I don't have it. And yes, I was married to Elsa, the book thief. But as we all know, names doesn't, don't necessarily dictate who you are. If they did, then you'd be the CEO of Nescafe. No, I'd be the CEO of coffee. Well, okay. But Nescafe. <laughs> or or cheek. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. But like, yes. And, 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 and Nose here would be like the, the, the king of Bovril. But he isn't. But I do. I've always been moving in one direction my whole life. Straight ahead. Oh, okay. I always follow my nose. That's true. What's your nose? 
thing that I that's in the middle of my face. <laughs> oh, your lip. Direction. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, your question really makes sense. Like, what's your nose? Like, yeah, he's but, just following his nose. Yeah, but that doesn't. I suppose it can mean himself. Okay, all right, all right. Follow your nose means walk forward. Yes, it does. Where's the pub? Go left. Follow your nose. Calm down. Calm but if I've down. gone left, then my nose will be going left. So I just endlessly walk in a circle. Yes, yes. That's why you mustn't break your nose. The principle You've got to of separate your momentum. instructions. Um, I'd always, uh, I'd always wondered uh, hot chocolate. <laughs> Where the line between pedantry ended and dyspraxia began with you. Fair enough. Dearest brothers, if the story we have tracked up until this moment is so far correct, and since Elsa Bookthief's death... She didn't die! At the hand of a cactus plant. She's still alive. Well, the hand of a cactus... You mean like the little branch that looks like a little hand that's waving... (laughs) That but of course. How did it kill her? It crushed her when she oh, went shit. to when she and Chinathan went to Malagawi National Park and it fell over. And How she was um, um, a small person, of course. Look, she's still alive. She's still alive. I don't know where you're getting a story from, but she's How convenient alive. that you were I'm, still I'm alive. I'm getting it from metro.co.uk. And I'm getting I it from the sun.com. Look, me and the ex-wife, me and my ex-wife are still on very good terms. Look, you guys haven't seen You're not me. that good. Terms. Well, have you got all You're not married. Her? We're not married, but we're still That's on good terms. Good terms. Do you still snog? No, we don't, obviously, because that'd just be awkward. Like, Do you lick I... her bum? Again, that would be incredibly awkward for a divorced couple to lick each other's bum. I, I want to pick him up on something. He usually got his news from the sun.com. I didn't uh, say I'd got my news from the sun.com. It's not sun. his no, 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 no. domain. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, well, let's see. There's some news on here. Let's click on the sun.com news. Uh, technology news. What's going on there? Uh, sponsored listings. Maybe you did get it from there. <laughs> Sorry, continue with your story. <laughs> well, I've been found out, I suppose. <laughs> it was me. I killed Elsa, and what? I've been pretending to be her on the phone to you ever since. I can't tell you how disappointing this is for me because I was hoping that you were going to admit that you had the book. But this, I don't know if this is worse or better. Than but presumably, she had. Well, when I killed her, I rummaged through her corpse. Prove it. <laughs> Do the voice you've been doing on the phone. My God, that's... I, I paid eighteen billion dollars to get vocal coaching. To from who? From <laughs> Brian Steenings. Brian, Brian, Brian Steenings. Brian Steenings. <laughs> he gave me the vocal coat lessons I needed to, to fool Chinathan on the mobile that telephone. Is and now. It is I who have the book! Oh my god! So why you kill- so you killed Elsa to get the book? Elsa had the book. You were duped all along, you dumb fuck. My god. Well, I'm glad you killed her. <laughs> liar. He had a massive insurance, uh, No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just glad she, she obviously lied to me about, like, not being a book thief. Uh, I can't abide book thieves. Didn't you think it was a bit suspicious? The way she was crushed by a cactus's arm? Mm, I, well, like I said, I still thought she was alive until you actually told me that she was she killed her by a cactus's arm. Yeah, so, you were looking me up in the direction. Yeah, no, I wasn't there. I, like, like, like I said, I, I assumed she'd been alive this whole time. So you no, both, I didn't you both find went to the Karashtami National Park. 
You were walking beside by side. No, that, again, you none of this happened. You around to look at a monkey, and then she was just gone <laughs> the next time you looked. Again, none of this happened. I didn't go, I did go on the trip with, with her to um, the Malagawi Forest. I, I don't just, believe you. I just, if so, then how have I got the book? Because you killed her. In my hands. <laughs> but you <gasps> killed her. I, 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 like I said, I, I haven't seen her. I'd assumed I'd been in touch with her by texting in like a... Chin, 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 chin. I'm really uh, sad about you've been living a lie for the past ten years, but... Let's why you? Brooke is right here in front of us. I have Let's, the proof, uh, you fucking look, I was, I, look, I was in a relationship recently and I broke up, and what everyone keeps telling me is, keep moving forward, keep having fun, don't you dare for a fucking second feel sad that your life has fallen apart. Come on, have banner, and you buy the drinks, um, nose. <laughs> so, let's move on and work out how we get this book. I suggest... I kind of race around the world, and we will meet back here in one year to decide. <laughs> okay, on your mask is go back. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Another one bites the dust. A day that will live in infamy. That's one false step for man. That's not what you can do for your country. It's me, it's a me, Hitler. Babushka, babushka, yadabadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
At an age of the understatement with the last shadow puppets. Ring ding 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 ring ding 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 I want families to be more like the Waltons and less like the Simpsons. Somebody once told me the world was Don't get! Don't get! Don't get! Fat bastard! Don't get! So with Benedict, and beyond! And we're back! Wow. All at the same time again. Why does this keep happening? What a crazy journey through... Whatever that was. Yeah, the, the, the pop culture references of middle class men we had. I fear that this is not going to get resolved anytime soon. What if we go, like, diagonal around? <laughs> well, how does that work? Um, like this. Whoop! Oh, I've won, guys! <laughs> what? What a shame. <laughs> it's the fastest way, Dad. Wow. Well, well, you, I, I, feel, I feel that you cheated slightly there by not explaining the rules. You just did it. You just did it. That's true, he does still have the book, so let's um <laughs> What about if we move on to notes? And whoever has the best notes for the book. That's fair enough, actually. Gets I would to say... keep the book. It's what father would have wanted. Yes. Well we, well we can Our ask him. Father. We can Face ask him. Hot drink. <laughs> <laughs> the Ur example. <laughs> Lord face hot drink. I'll have, I'll, I'll yeah, he's a lord now. Got, uh, Remember lorded. how he'd say, come, give your father a kiss before you go to bed. And he'd go, no wait, blow on me first. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> like he's a hot drink. And then and then we'd all sit around and sing that song that we used to sing before going to bed. <laughs> I... <laughs> Good times. I feel sleepy already. Yeah, yeah. I feel sleepy already. All right then. Whoever is agreed. Whoever comes up with the best note takes the book. Winner takes all. Right. So let's find out what we how we could have improved Eric Carl's the very hungry caterpillar. Which I don't feel we've really discussed in depth this episode. But <laughs> who's to say that we can't improve it anyway? In the section we call notes. It's very impressive how this comes out of his mouth. He's a polyphonic child. We never heard the end of that one, did we? Oh boy. No. Yes. 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 No. I know. Yes, you are nose. You're cheap. I know this. I thought you said notes. I thought you said notes, not nose. But um, that confusion aside, notes, everybody. Let's start with Sheik. What do you think? How would you have improved this book? One found the caterpillar's gastronomic choices to be simply pedestrian. As a child, when I was eating escargot off a supermodel's toe, I used to shout at father. Say, Father! Get me more champagne! If it ain't moe, then no way. That's what I say. I say that the hungry caterpillar should have just been eating caviar on every page. And on every page, there'd be a new tin of caviar. And he'd open it up, he'd eat it all. And then afterwards, he'd turn into a piece of gold. (laughs) 
Um, what are you laughing at, boy? I, I, I just think that's a, a, a comically... He eats commoner food, like salami, lollipop, and cupcake. That's exactly... Like a goddamn fucking commoner. Well, this is the thing, Cheek. I, I'm I, the CEO of, it, of LinkedIn, for goddammit. I think, I think... I you think, think the CEO of LinkedIn eats a lollipop? I think your wealth has changed you, and possibly not for the better, Cheek. You seem... I don't remember you as a child being such a cartoonishly evil rich person. What happened to the kid that I used to know? <laughs> that used to, that used, to... used to set me on fire. <laughs> what happened yeah, to that he, uh, he set you on fire in the name of socialism. That's true. It's true. National socialism. Ooh. <laughs> um, yes, but what happened to that, that precocious young lad? All I see before me today is, a, frankly, a gauche billionaire. Who thinks everything should be... A, a ghost billionaire? A ghost... Well, a ghost billionaire as well. But, yeah. A murderer and a man who thinks that everything should be made out of gold and diamonds. A ghost would be a good billionaire. Because what they say about money is you can't take it with you. Which is why he's not moved on to the afterlife. Oh. Is that why Patrick Swayze couldn't move on to the afterlife in Ghost? Because he was too rich? No, I've actually seen Ghost. Oh, okay. <laughs> Then Too busy having adventures around disregard, the world. Disregard, disregard. Um, I think your notes kind of um, reflect your morally bankrupt views of the world, where you think that money is everything, um, and I think it, is it loses the magic. Everything but this book. I think it loses the magic of a, uh, a caterpillar that just wants to eat loads of stuff. It's a bit like Citizen Kane <laughs> um, coffee. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Um, thank you for your notes, though, uh, Sheik. Um, forehead. Well, your notes. Well, my notes are, it kind of ends abruptly. Mm-hmm. He becomes a butterfly, mm-hmm. and then there's no follow-on. Right. What does he get up to when he's a butterfly? It's a good question. Does he flutter around? I like butterflies because they look like they're controlled by two different people having an argument. Oh, <laughs> 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 <I would> troll. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair and I'd enough. like to see more of that. What does he get up to? Does he go to the mall? That's hang out of his butterfly friend? Does he go around a butterfly bush? I used to love a butterfly bush. Remember there was a butterfly bush in our garden when we were wee barns? I remember that butterfly bush. When we were small barns. <laughs> the things you keep paying. <laughs> yes, that's how we started off. Our father, that's how we all started off with our secret keep... smuggling. Our father used to stuff us with full of hay. <laughs> Yeah, we were, in, in, in many ways, we were the original Beanie Babies. Because mm. mm. hay was contraband in those days. <laughs> it was. <laughs> incredibly high value. Well, obviously, the country we grew up in had very strict laws, didn't it? It, it did, did. It did. Wakanda. Yes, Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda forever. Wakanda, be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, remember, the, remember the song we used to sing? Like, uh, when we had to stand in front of the, uh, the TV... Count us in. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Ba 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 <laughs> we well, we're waiting for Robot Wars to come on. <laughs> we wait for Robot Wars to come on. Everyone would ru- run 
everyone would run all together in front of the TV. We'd put an eye, one eye on the TV set, and then we'd sing the song. Let it go again. Oh, I, I remember. Let's, Let's sing it again. One, two, three, go. Ah, good times. Thank you for your notes. There's a slight improvisational element to the <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes. Whatever, whatever the spirit takes us. Thank you for your note, Foyer. That was actually a pretty good note, but I don't think you explored it thoroughly enough. You just say, like, oh, maybe he could do some stuff after he's done. Go to the I didn't realise we'd be getting notes on our notes. <laughs> yes, because you remember, I have to give my notes as well, and these are my notes on your notes. Ah, yes, good point. But also, by your logic, any novel that has an end has not fulfilled its theme enough because well what happened next yeah that's true what happened after Dan the champion of the world won his victory against the farmers mm. that's true what happened to Roman and Juliet after they killed themselves exactly yeah I only like books where all the characters die this is why Nick Cave is the best writer living today because mm. he did the he wrote the script of what happens after the end of Gladiator and then Maximus goes to the underworld and is is, is, is told to go and kill Christ <laughs> Isn't that essentially like the uh, um, Gladiator, the afterlife version of Prison Break Series 2, where he has to break out of another prison after he's broken out of the first prison? So Yeah, but he's not told to kill the Emperor, he's told to kill Christ! Glad- yeah, but Gladiator has to like go back into the underworld. Well, he, what does he do? Becomes a gladiator again in the afterlife. Well, he's more of an assassin. Uh, I guess so. Or, 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 or a deicide. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's kind of an assassin as well in um, Gladiator, because they want him to kill the Emperor, effectively. Yeah. So, there you go. Just basically the same shit, but with higher stakes. What I'm saying is that movie should have been made. <laughs> that would have been a fun movie. Glad he did too. Um, okay, um, what are your notes then, uh, Bovril? I would have liked it to be a lot more like Gladiator 2, but apart from that, uh, I kind of thought the progression of the foods he was eating was arbitrary. Oh, yes. And like, the which ones was, for example, one at the beginning... Mm-hmm. It might be quite a small one, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But it's, you'd expect perhaps a logical progression of increasing size of foods. But that doesn't happen. For example, no. page four mm-hmm. of 26, he says to the banana, Towards thee I roll, thou all-destroying but unconquering banana. To the last I grapple with thee, from hell's heart I chomp at thee. For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. And then he goes on, he's like, but then he had a lovely orange. It's, there's no um, logical climax to it. That's a great, like, um, excerpt from the... He had uh, five Hungry Caterpillar. Um, I think um, that's not actually my favourite part of the uh, Hungry Caterpillar, though. It's my favourite excerpt right here. Um, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze all the morning long. I squeezed that sperm till I myself almost melted into it. I squeezed that sperm till a strange sort of insanity came over me, and I found myself unwittingly squeezing my co-laborers' hands in it, mistaking their hands for the gentle globules. Such an abounding, affectionate, friendly, loving feeling did this avocation beget that at last I was continually squeezing their hands and looking up into their eyes sentimentally as much as to say... Oh, my dear fellow beings, why should we cherish any social acerbities or know the slightest ill humor or envy? Come, let us squeeze hands all round. Nay, let us all squeeze ourselves into each other. Let us squeeze ourselves universally into the very milk and sperm of kindness. Do you think we have been uh, straight washing um, the hungry caterpillar? Well, you assume that, like, I never made any assumptions as to um, the even the gender of the uh, the caterpillar. So when the caterpillar meets his friend, um, Quagmire, 
Um, what, and from... they get all caught bogged down in a load of things, but that's not that's not here or there. So Quagmire and he goes giggity giggity giggity. And Quagmire, you know, yeah, puts yeah. his leg over uh, the hungry caterpillar where he's staying at the spout was in before he goes on to meet like the hungriest caterpillar of all, who's who's got one particular uh, chunk of almond in mind. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we've um, if, if I've actually examined like um, the very hungry caterpillar. Uh, I've not read it in a very long time. Well, of course we haven't been able to, mainly because it, it, we didn't know where it was all this time. This this fellow over here had stolen well, it from. You can't just point at people. It's sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, we all know who we're talking about. Sorry, 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 Chin. The, the criteria for who gets a book is who does the best note. Yes. Who's deciding that? Me. Obviously. Oh. Why is he deciding it? Because it's my podcast. Well, then you're just going to decide that you have the book. Might not go that way. Well, what's your decision? Oh, I haven't decided yet. I, I've, I've yet to get to the uh, have bottom of like uh, unpacking um, Bovril's notes. Um, Put it this way, Ching. It's a little game I used to play called... Geese it. Mm-hmm. Geese it, man. <laughs> Is that what the rules? Oh, I remember that game. It was a great game. We both win if you geese it. Hmm, I don't know about that. Hmm. Okay, oh wait, give me a few seconds to cogitate upon this problem. Now, Sheik's notes, pretty good. Oh, okay, yeah. Hmm. 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 Spit it out, dear boy. You can't take forever. Hmm. I think I'm coming to a decision. Right. It was a tough, tough choice, but having weighed up all the different options, I have decided that the very hungry caterpillar shall be split in four ways. No! Oh! Oh, we're all angry about yeah, that. Yeah, we're all really angry about it, so I look, guess... Look, look. If you have to do that, I say this. Split it in four ways if you want, but give me all the four pieces. <laughs> I don't even care if they're readable, but I want you to not have. <laughs> and I repeat that. That's and something. I would like to burn my piece. Okay. <laughs> I would actually like to eat my piece. You've all failed my test. The test was to see who would suck my dick. Guys, <laughs> let's you get him! <laughs> you want one of your brothers to suck your dick? Hey, <laughs> any hole's a goal, my friends. Any hole's a goal. <laughs> Is that the message of the very fucking <laughs> So I have, I have an idea far better. Mm? Why not we split the book in thrice? And set Chin on fire again. <laughs> no! Yeah! <laughs> Do you remember? We always... <laughs> Whoa! I, why am I so flammable? He's on fire again. Why <laughs> am I so flammable? Let's all sing the fire song together. <laughs> oh, no, baby! I'm on fire. I don't know why I joined in on this song. I'm clearly burning. I don't know why. Um, Hold on a second. Let me put myself out. Out. Okay. <laughs> Look, that wasn't fair. You can't set me on fire on my own podcast. That's just not 
That's not cool for me. I think I'm going to have to disqualify you all from this contest for setting me on fire. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think it is fair. So we're going to miss. So we're going to miss. <laughs> we tried our best, boys. Here you go, Jim. It was a bold gambit. Jim, see you in another 20 years. It didn't pay off for you this time, okay? We should but. sing the Trying Our Best song. We tried our, our best to get the book, but we didn't get the book. It went to me. So we cross his hide and flout his dead wife. Whoa, what? <laughs> I don't remember these being the lyrics. No, They're so up to date. I'm quite the I didn't even know that my wife was dead until this episode. How do you change the lyrics? You have been very professional throughout that. Like, yes, no, no, no. Let's uh... <laughs> not forget that cheap coffee has been pretending for your wife for years. And, the, and yeah. the brand, you only took the book off of when he set you on fire. And that's like, there's an interesting moral debate to be had there. <laughs> I mean, Actually, yeah. I so, so, someone, yeah. someone questioned like um uh the the form my grief has taken at the news <laughs> of my ex-wife being murdered by my brother, but you know this is how I've chosen to deal with my feelings. Marley looked matter. at a monkey. Yeah, ex- well, uh, you know, it was a pretty cool monkey. Well, what was that monkey doing? Well, you know, it was still, like doing probably smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like what a was that monkey, monkey. <laughs> was writing. The very hungry caterpillar too. Ooh, well, no, just, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never and it'll know. be shit. It's a monkey wrote. Exactly, exactly. So I, I well, think if enough monkeys wrote uh, the very hungry caterpillar too. Eventually, one would write a good version. Yes, but a human would have to decide which the best version was. That's true. Yes, that's true. That's true. Sounds like a job for coffee cheek. <laughs> cheek coffee. I'll get them. <laughs> Coffee, coffee. I was, I was, I, I was reading his name from a database. Yes, you were, you I've were. assembled this by last name alphabetical order. I'll get my best boys at LinkedIn on it. Brothers, brothers, brothers. Like, look, I, I, we've we've had the notes, but we don't actually we haven't actually said how we feel about this book. I mean, it, we love this book, don't we? We love it. We love it so much that we had to kill somebody. Like, we had to kill my ex-wife, like, to, in order for this book to end up in my hands again. Um, do you think this belongs in the Hall of Fame? I don't want the Hall of Fame to have it either, so I'm voting no. Oh, wow, okay. I too vote no. Not in the Hall I of Fame. I vote for a rerun of the election. Okay, alright, fair Which enough. Which election? <laughs> this is the election now. I mean, it's just had. <laughs> okay, that has nothing to do with this. But like, <laughs> you're a Liberal you. Democrat, is that what you're... I am. I'm the Liberal Democrat, bro. Well, then I can't trust you because you're a born liar. <laughs> oh, okay. Coming in uh, strong. I am the Liberal Democrat, brother. He's the Conservative brother. You're the... <laughs> coffee tea. I uh, mean, oh, I don't... Coffee tea? <laughs> Cheap coffee. Cheap coffee. Oh, dear. Can this point say he? <laughs> well, you know what, fellas? It's been an absolute pleasure having seeing you. You know what? Mum's going to be very happy with how this has all turned out, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah, she always had very low ambitions <laughs> for family <laughs> strife. I, I, no, like, you know, it's good to catch up with you all once again. I, you know what? You know what? You're welcome back anytime. Even you, Cheek, despite the fact you killed my ex-wife. Uh, I mean, you know, blood is thicker than water, though, right? Are we all right? Not our blood, with. No, I'm actually on reacts. blood dinners. <laughs> yes, true, it's true. <laughs> but the point I'm making is that, like, you know, like, bros before hoes, is what I always You say. just asked us to suck your cock. 
that's exactly why I say bros before hoes. Why am I gonna get? Why go to a hoe when I can use How's one of I my bros? Help our our good friend and and brother uh, forehead on his beanie baby farm. He needs nothing but hoes. <laughs> It's for grazing. It's very true. Um, I didn't think about it that way. Forehead is also hot think- chocolate for those listening at home. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I, I would say that I, I, I would expect the same from all of you if I was to murder one of your wives, um, that you'd forgive me immediately. Mm. Although, if you murdered one of my many wives, I would be furious. How many wives is it at the moment? Well, I'm not telling you because I don't want you to get rid of all okay, of them. Okay, alright. That's f- because <laughs> you've lost 100% of your wives. That's true. I don't want you to lose 100% yeah, of my wives. You've only lost 5% yeah. of your wives so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far. <laughs> so far. Well, but- either you lose 100% of your wives or you die and 100% of your wives have to mourn you. That's mm. true. Well, oh, he's always the wisest, brother. I also have this excellent symbol. It's like a circle with a wiggly line, but one half's black with a little white eye in it. And one half's white with a little black eye in it. Ooh. They call it... <laughs> Who's they? It's <laughs> just the pals. Okay, okay, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, though, I think we can all learn from Nose's example here. And, and from my example. Forgiveness. <laughs> Forgiveness, everybody. Um, I forgive you, Cheek. I forgive you for murdering my wife. And I forgive you for being set on fire again. Mm-hmm. I already forgave him for that. Yeah, you yeah, forgave him. Yeah, but not for the second time. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. I forgive you for that as well. I mean, this is a, this is a family like family initiative. Um, I, I guess, like, you know, a little bit of nepotism. Nepotism is all right. I, I wonder if anybody wants to plug anything, like, uh, whilst in these dying embers of the podcast. No? I would like to plug... Uh, my mate travels for an excellent pioneering young comic called Johnny Gillen, who's got a show on in the Edinburgh International Festival throughout August called Ahab, or What if Moby Dick Were Stand-Up Comedy, which you can see every day at 3.30 in Moriarty's at Loathing Road. Imagine a book, but also a stand-up show. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Five stars, says me, the the syphilis-ridden uh, fuckwit. <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, I've only got a like, few words of advice uh, for uh, your friend Johnny. Um, you know, when I started up this uh, this podcast, they said to me like, "You're never going to be able to make comedy from books," and they were absolutely right. That's why we have to have someone writing on your brothers. That's why I have to resort to zany characters and schemes and avoiding talking about books at all. But um, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, I think that's a, uh, that's a... Don't fuck over my plug, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, by the way, listeners, that will be a shit show that could never be any good. <laughs> um, do go check it out. Um, we love Johnny. Johnny is a good friend of the show and I, uh, I obviously, you'll... If you've listened to his appearances on our podcast, then you know what you're, you like, what a good time you're in for. Um, I've got only a few words to say about the uh, podcast. Obviously, you can write to us at fakinglitpodcast at gmail.com. Um, check us out on Facebook and WordPress. You can get subscribed to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, all the places you get podcasts. Write to us. Communicate with us. We love hearing from you. Um, but until next time, bros, shall we say the good, sing the goodbye song? Anyway.
That's a great song. Um, keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. My name is Pinchinti. Goodbye. I love you. I think that's the best episode. <laughs>